The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I'm so glad seeing Handsome Boy die. <laughs> you, you love the part where she stabbed the boy. Yes. I love that the sword was deadly. This one was leaks ahead of the previous episode, that's my opinion. Welcome back to the Owl House podcast. If you're enjoying this series of reactions, please follow or subscribe to the podcast, and please leave a review for it on whichever audio site you're using. If you want to watch new podcast episodes extra early, check out my YouTube channel, Crowned Cryptid. Thank you. Hollow night. Oh, there is. Oh my god, I didn't know that. <laughs> that is, Ooh, so is there anything else? Anything in anything else? Yeah, in I want to see if there's anything else. What's the thing at the top left? It looks really creepy. We'll probably find Jake the dog if we look hard enough. I know. Well, I would have detected him already, so. <laughs> yeah, Chan Radar would not have let that pass. Dom, mm -hmm. what did you think? Oh my god! Yeah! <laughs> I love found family trope, okay? I know, right? And I am just waiting. I'm waiting for Ida's, like, protective uh, powers to, to rise. And, like, it's starting. It's starting already. It's gonna keep growing, and I hope it does, because that's what I want. Um, I will say, the adventure, uh, every everything. Everything was predictable, which I guess that was the point, unless... Unless maybe it is just for I'd a say younger, no. I'd say it was audience. the point. That was definitely the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The the whole point was like, oh, she wants to go on this magical quest, but oh, it was all fake, and like it was obvious, like from the beginning. I don't think it took away too much, except like since I knew what exactly was gonna happen, I did find myself being like, okay, where is it? Where's the where's the big reveal? Where is it? And then it happened at a good time. So. I sort of like um, I agree, but I also disagree because I think I like how much of a parody the quest was that I just like enjoyed mm -hmm. watching it. <laughs> just like <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it was that kind of watch where it's just like oh everything's fake. It's like a parody. yeah, uh -huh. we knew it was fake, but it's like they had like the 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 bridge master, like all these like mm -hmm. all this loot, all, all like this beat by beat like generic quests mm -hmm. but it was it was it was fun it was funny it was just the i'm so glad seeing handsome boy done uh die <laughs> you, you love the part where she stabbed the boy yes i love that the sword was deadly this one was leaps ahead of the previous episode that's my opinion um yeah it was predictable story but you know they said themselves that the sword itself said ages 6 to 11 is the target age group I think they deserve a traditional plot line once in a while, um, mm -hmm. and I thought that they, they, they made the episode funny, it was charming, and you felt for the, well, I guess you felt for the characters, which is all that you can accomplish. So I really liked it, and I liked the story of them being in a fake world. Well, I'm, I'm with Dom thinking that, like, it is very obvious, but it's also kind of purposefully obvious. But then also there's the part where Ida's like explaining to King exactly what's happening and that kind of makes me feel like, like, was I not mm. supposed to, like, it, what? I like, I love the monster design like a lot. I wish it was there for a little longer. I wish maybe there was even a more interesting way of them defeating it other than just stabbing it. 
with a sword that shouldn't work. Stabbing with a toy sword. <laughs> yeah, about about that sword. None of you, you guys, um, some of you have seen quite far into it, and some of you haven't. I'm curious as to whether that sword just happens to be ludicrously sharp for no reason, or if there is a reason that when she used it at that moment, it suddenly became very sharp. Is it the power of intent? Something like that? <laughs> well, yeah, or nah. in, in, a, in a fantasy setting, like this girl's got a lot of imagination. She really wants to be a witch. She really imagined a lot of things back at home. Is it her own belief that the sword would be sharp that caused it to become sharp? Is it a coma theory? Oh. Yeah, it's a coma theory. What do you think, Tulip? Um, yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, it was predictable, although I'm not speaking from my true heart because I have seen this episode before. Um, Adagast is really cool. I like the puppet puppet master thing. Uh, I really liked that scene, like, near the end when Luce was, like, in a, in a hallucination and, like, you know, obviously she wasn't going to choose to stay in it, but like when it was cutting back between that and uh, Ida in the real world, I really liked that scene. It's emotional. I will say, like, obviously, like the way it was written, it was really predictable. But I think when I first watched it, I, I was like kind of interested, like, oh, this is obviously fake. And then she saw like the sunlight on it. And I was like, oh, maybe it was real after all. Oh, wait, it's fake. They kind of threw for a loop a couple times. But I guess mm -hmm. it was so painfully, obviously not real that. Yeah, but um, in terms of, like, quality, like, I, I thought, I, I was like, oh, I think I remember the next episode being better, but, like, God, I love that episode, like, so much more than the first one. Just, like, everything about mm. it. Even, like, the message, like, the first one was like, haha, us weirdos need to stick together, like, very generic. And I know this message isn't exactly, like, unique either, but just, like, the fact she's just, like, you know, you can't just wait for a prophecy to make you something special. special like you have to do it yeah. yourself and i'm like heck yeah <laughs> that's a really good I message like i will say that i really like that they're not afraid to make gross character designs and there's a line between gross character designs and gross humor and i'm glad that they don't do a lot of gross humor barely at all mm. um and their gross character designs it's like yes yeah. <laughs> a cartoon that's not afraid to make someone look ugly I'm glad. Yeah, to get your hype going, like, they have a lot of cool monsters in this show. <laughs> like, like kind of more more than they have a right to, also. Like, almost like, I'm just like, oh, it, like, there's a point where it kind of is like Monster of the Week, but in a good way. I'm just like, oh my god. I love when Ida picked up the cat thing, and then it dissolved in her hands, and then King, yes. King freaked out because it was <laughs> a cat that had dissolved. <laughs> yeah, I still don't know. It's funny. I, I think someone was talking over this, so you might have not heard it, but... Uh, the puppet master was like, or, like, I'm gonna kill your dog. And he's like, I'm not a... And then he got all, like, wrapped up. And I'm like, is Yeah, King... what is he? I think King is just, like, a demon. But, like, he does look like a cat and a dog at the same time. I don't know. It's puppy like cat. Cubone. I oh think my he's God, adorable. It's actually puppy cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's Cubone and puppy cat's uh, fusion. I love it. I wanted to add that the writing is definitely better because it's not super like expositional like the first episode was. And it mm -hmm. also felt like there were kind of less jokes in it. And when there were, they were much more natural than they were in the first episode. Where it's natural like, and good. Yeah. I love the dry, the dryness of some of the humor in the show. She's just like, she's like, I haven't ha even had my apple blood yet. She's like, you mean apple juice? She's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and it just moves on. <laughs> um. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. 
To participate, simply fill up an Orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I will say, too, I think the pacing in this episode was so good. Like, way better than the first one. Like, I really, I don't know. Like, it it was just a well-paced episode i really enjoyed it so what are your Mm. ratings if if i'm going first uh i will rate this episode an eight and i changed the previous one to a seven yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) she's gonna do this every episode i'm sure we're gonna do one that's fine once we like have actual expectations for how the show works and stuff we'll be able to rate it like properly all right so for me it's an eight for this episode yeah, definitely. Like, I gave the last one a 6. I stand by that, and I say this one is an 8 out of 10. Much better. Wow! Yeah! Wow! Tipsy's like the Simon Cowell of our group. I feel so validated. <laughs> <laughs> I think Nick is Nick. I'm having trouble deciding, but I think probably a 7. That, <gasps> that feels that feels weird. That feels It feels like it's weirdly lower than what you guys are saying, but now that I'm trying to think actually kind of critically, I think that's how um, I feel about it. Mm-hmm. I, I think overall, like even though the plot is really well done and it's written way better than the other one and stuff, um, it kind of doesn't have like the excitement that the first one had i think so i it didn't it didn't grab me as much i rated it an eight because like uh like i said it was predictable and there are shows that do predictable things but still have something surprising i feel like nothing was surprising in the show uh you don't don't fix what's not broke but still i think it could have been a little bit better some places yeah, okay, so first of all, now that Dom has set this precedent, I am going to change my rating for the last episode to a 6 out of 10. I mm-hmm. was 7. And for this one, uh, I think I'm also going to give it a 6. Like, I didn't... I'm not a big fan of this one, either. I don't know. Like, it got really good at the end. You know, like that scene I mentioned I liked, and Adagast's cool design, and then and then they had that good moment at the very end where, like, they're on the broomstick and, like, they're looking over the bones of the boiling aisles, which is cool. But until then, it kind of... It was kind of a bit slow and predictable, so yeah, six. Well, Nick, you're not the lowest anymore. Do you feel relieved? <laughs> it's weird going last because I have my score in my head and then I have to weigh it against all of your scores. Haha, <laughs> that's your fault for watching all of the Owl House. <laughs> I guess, but yeah, I actually was going to say nine for this one. Yeah. Ooh. I liked it more than you guys, I guess, but I think this one mm-hmm. sets up, like, this is the episode that got me, like, Maybe it's just, like, because it's, like, my initial excitement for the show grew a lot with this episode, but, like, it was way funnier, it was better paced, I thought the the fake quest was hilarious, I thought the monster was cool, and I think this made me really realize, like, the potential the show had, so I I, I give it a solid 9, to be honest. Um, Yeah, I agree, this one made me want to watch the next episode way more than the previous episode did. Yeah, I just think it was, I think it was... So funny, and I liked the serious moments with Ida, and, like, you know, you saw a little bit of compassion from her, like, she's like, oh, I actually feel bad, like, Luce is really, like... I'm so excited. Because it was really sad, like, you think about it, like, you saw Luce, like, spinning around on the way to the staff, and then it was just fake, and then she's, like, pretty much humiliated, because everyone who made fun of her was right, and then it's just like, poor girl! And then, you know, Ida brings her up and's like, things are gonna get better, you're just gonna keep trying, and I'm like, oh, they're so cute, <laughs> so... Um, I think I give it. I give it a nine. I really enjoy this episode, and yeah, I'm I mean, always excited. Like, I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be honest. I probably I don't expect myself to give any rating lower than a 
like lower than five because that just seems mean i mean it's a good show like i like it it's a good show god i hope i never have to give a five out of ten <laughs> yeah we'll see i tend to like, give I, higher I, I'm, ratings, I'm prepared so. to give a 10 out of 10 if there's an episode i really love and i think there will be if i remember what if you find an episode that's better than that one yeah, we're gonna have to go to. We're gonna have to start going to twenty and then a hundred. You know. We'll, <laughs> yep. But yeah, now my least favorite part about today was the fact that now I have to wait a week to keep watching because this was so fun. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you guys. That was great. I love Owl House. I'm so excited for you to watch it more and then inevitably draw a really cool fan art of Ida. Just saying. Oh, you know I'm gonna draw <laughs> a cool fan art of Ida. She's so cool. <laughs> any 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 closing <laughs> comments? Not enough Ida in this episode. Would you say not enough, Ida? Yeah. That's fair. Don't buy Disney's online streaming service. They don't show Owl House. <laughs> Seriously? I'm gonna go check. I have Disney Plus. Like, I mean, maybe it's because it really season one there? isn't technically over. So they're waiting. Is it not? Oh, they, they're totally doing it. the weird thing where it's still season one? No, season one's not over. That was a mid-season finale when they did that one episode with the... the um. Hey, hey, no, no, no spoilers. The, the, the spoilers. one episode where everything amazing no happened. No, I wasn't spoiling it. I said the mid-season finale where they did a hiatus after. The um, mid-season finale where the cool lady died. Yeah. No, Ida! <laughs> no, it's interesting, though. I don't know why this happened, but last week, uh, last Saturday, they released two episodes, and they were, uh, like, I don't know if they're going to do two episodes till the season's done now, but that will make it a little um, harder to catch I up. I hope not, because they are, that's... <laughs> No, were they well. doing that when the show first came out? Like, were, were they? Was it a week? Were they showing it daily when it came out or something? Or no? I don't I know because I didn't so. start watching it until I had like six episodes or so. You're making me sad about this show ending prematurely before I've seen the third episode. I think it has potential to be the next big thing. <laughs> I don't know why I had to say it like that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it'll get another season that we won't see for a year or longer, like Gravity Falls. Uh -huh. Thank you so much for listening. Please stay tuned for other podcasts coming very soon. If you're enjoying this series, please leave a review for it. We'd love to know what you think. Check this episode's description to find where you can follow my friends and I. Consider subscribing to my YouTube channel, Crowned Cryptid, where I do video reviews of cartoons, and I upload these podcasts early there as well. Have a nice day! <laughs>